Happy New Year, everyone. At the time we're releasing this, it is our first episode of 2019. Oh, it's Christmas music. Did we start in... uh, We started this in 2017, right? Yeah. So we're starting our third year of The Godfather. Third calendar year. Yeah, third calendar year. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think so far? I told you we'd get there, Pop. (laughs) I think it's going by pretty fast, actually. It is. We're about a third done, I think. Just a third? <laughs> Just when you said, I think it's going by pretty fast. Oh, no, anyway, I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in a third of the first act. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. So like about a sixth. Okay, good. John. Well, anyway, welcome to the Godfather Minute. <laughs> I never I never said what the show was. But I, nev- the- I, never, I never said what uh, the show was. <laughs> I never was. asked what the show was. <laughs> Anyway, this is Godfather Minute. Minute. I'm Alex Robinson. And I'm Andy Robinson. And together we are the Godfather, Godfather Minute, Minute Brothers. Brothers. And um, today we're talking about Minute 74 of the Godfather. Mm-hmm. 74. Alex, a minuto. A minuto. Numero. Numero. Setanta. Setanta. Cuatro. cuatro. That's Setanta it. Cuatro. Setanta cuatro. I like it. You got it. Um, so, Minute Setanta Cuatro. Mm-hmm. Um is uh, Tom and Sonny and the gang are uh, trying to figure out what to do about this Turk situation. Tom, Sonny, the rest of the gang, trying to figure out what... And uh, everyone's arguing, and then suddenly Mikey comes up with the beginnings mm-hmm. of a bold plan. You hear that lighter? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The steadiness. Well, before we get to that part... Okay. Uh, this is where Tom says, even the old man's political protection would run for cover. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's a funny visual image <laughs> of them just being like, ah, like, you know, cowering and running yeah. for. Uh, Don Corle, who? <laughs> never, never heard of him. I never heard of him, Senator. No, wait on the Senator. <laughs> we have a sworn affidavit. <laughs> Um. <laughs> yeah, I'm assuming this is based on a real th- events. I mean, mm. I'm assuming this is inspired by a real thing where there was a gang war and politicians who had previously been in the pockets of mm. crime lords mm-hmm. like so many nickels and dimes were kind of like, hey, we got we to sit this one out. We got to, yeah, we need a little bit of distance between us and them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Makes it makes sense. It, it totally makes sense. I mean, yeah. if you, you're gonna get mixed up in that. I guess if you're a politician, I'm, I'm I'm wondering what makes you get into bed with gangsters. Are you all just by nature as a politician? Generally, are you already crooked? Yeah, you're already crooked, and so this is just one more step in that direction. I may be cynical, but that's kind of what I believe yeah i feel like there's so much anytime you have a lot of money floating around mm-hmm. of which there is a lot in politics you're a gonna, lot of money and then republican and democrat <laughs> money and then white votes pop yeah. uh that you're gonna have like mm-hmm. criminals a lot of money and them hanging chads pop <laughs> yeah you can't have that much a big that big of a pool of money and not have people coming to drink from the mm-hmm. well yeah um hmm. 
And it's such a fine line, I imagine, where like you're like, oh, here's a lobbyist that is wants to, you know, we're going to take you to uh, Cuba because we want to, you know, you mm-hmm. vote you to vote yes on our soy bill or something like that. It doesn't <laughs> seem like that far from a I mean, hey, you know, we have a, a friend of ours, a certain Italian yeah. friend of ours wants to, you know, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, like, lobbying really. is pretty much yeah an organization that wants you to yeah. put their interests ahead of others. <laughs> it's funny the image of Hyman Roth. Uh, making money off of uh, an illegal soybean operation in Cuba. <laughs> we brought the soybeans in from uh, from Mexico. We brought the father's soy- truck. <laughs> I didn't ask what you did with the soybeans, or if they were GMO. Make sure everyone sees the silk before we pour it out. <laughs> yeah. And I was just like pouring glasses to everyone. Oh, of soy milk. Yeah, soy milk. <laughs> the uh, Lakeville Road Boys will take care of the uh, almond milk fields. In. Yeah, that's right. I guess they're, oh, and we finally have a friendly government that recognizes soy juice as a milk to compete with our friends in the Dairy Association. Non GMO soybeans. <laughs> The thing I like about this also is that it shows that uh, that uh, Hyman Roth is more health conscious because now he's you know he's much healthier now that I. uh, That's true. (laughs) Um, That's great. All the different ways they can get into all different ways they can make money. I guess there's money to be made in pretty much every business, right? Agriculture is, I'm not calling it a scam, but there's so many subsidies, so much yeah. federal government support for it. It would surprise me if organized crime. not to grow stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, um, we have partnership with a friendly government that will <laughs> pay us for not working. <laughs> and there's not even a plaque to recognize the plants. I brought us this business. All right, enough about that. I think we played that out, right? So uh, so Tom mm-hmm. convinces Sonny to wait. Yeah, at the end of it all. He wears him down. Mm-hmm. And uh, Tom, the conscience. Is he the conscience or is he just the business sense? Yeah, I, I don't think it has anything to do with conscience. Yeah, it's not like yeah. a moral thing. It's more just yeah. like a practical strategy. Thing. Yeah, strategy thing. Yeah. What, um, what do you think eventually convinces... Sonny, because he's pretty hot-headed, and he's he's saying, well, then... And I kind of get Sonny's perspective. He said, if the families don't want a war, they need to give us a lotso. Yeah. So I, what convinces... That seems like a pretty decent plan. Why does he give in? Um, It's funny, because when Tom's saying that stuff at the end, like, Sonny's just, like, staring at him when yeah. he's talking, and Sonny's just, like, he's not arguing with him right away. And I feel like yeah. that was when, basically... By Tom, Sonny's sitting down. Uh, Tom is sitting down by that point too. I think. Yeah, they, I think they. Both or is that are. when Tom is like leaning on the table? That's when he's leaning on a table because then he sits down. He loosens his tie and then he starts talking about McCluskey. Right. I think um, it. Uh, some part of Sonny must feel like he's in over his head. Yeah. And so to have Tom being kind of like, hey, man, don't and like because he knows Tom, Tom keeps evoking his father. You're like, oh, your your father, would, you know, he wouldn't want to do this. Mm-hmm. And, and I think he's like he gets to Sonny's doubts yeah. about himself. So mm-hmm. Sonny's like, oh, right. I guess I can wait a little bit. We'll wait. You know, He's not saying yeah. we won't do it. He's saying we'll wait. And probably his memories of the old man 
counseling him to be patient or coming back. And mm, he's like, right, oh, I yeah. know I have. Maybe this is a moment of self-awareness where he really recognizes he has this temper and he's impatient. So right. It's like, I'm going to yeah. take my consigliere's advice. Well, don't forget, because uh, Jimmy Kahn said that there was originally much more scenes of Sonny expressing mm-hmm. like you know sadness and doubt and things like that yeah. that got cut out because just for mm-hmm. time yeah but uh, that's what i think it is i think sunny kind of folds and and he uh tom like calls his bluff yeah kind of. so uh and then mikey mm-hmm. mikey goes sides with sunny in this situation you mm-hmm. know yeah. you know so, because Mikey is the cold, ruthless, calculating the mm-hmm. strategist. That's what he is. He's yeah. a strategist. He's the strategist. The, uh, and he's got yeah. that lighter. It's true. That lighter. <laughs> he used to Which be is all making like, him calm, right? Didn't we de- determine in the previous episode that, that the lighter brings out qualities that you lack? The ru- yeah, the ruthlessness that he needs to. Oh, so it was the, it was the ruthlessness that he lacked? I thought it was his... Yeah, he wasn't courageous. That's no, he was a he was a deck. He's a war hero, Captain. <laughs> you know, I think he had yeah, the courage, but he just didn't have. He just didn't apply it to mm. the to the uh, yeah. to the because uh, he actually got wounded, didn't he? He didn't have a purple heart. Yeah, he got a purple yeah, heart. and the Navy Cross. I did think he, did he get the Navy no, not, Cross? Uh, Though it was his right to do so. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't the Navy Cross. It was another award, the distinguished. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, He's so a war hero. So yeah, I think Mikey always had the, the strategist, but now he's like acting on it. Yeah, he's willing to apply it for criminal enterprises. Mm-hmm. Mikey says, "We can't wait. I don't care what's lot. We can't wait. I don't. You know, his jaw's like <laughs> it's true. Hey, Mikey, unwire un- your jaw. We can't understand. <laughs> Take that cotton out of your mouth. <laughs> we can't wait. <laughs> he says, "I don't care what Salazzo says about a deal. He's gonna kill Pop. That's it. That's the key for him." Gotta get Salazzo. So, is is Mikey right? Let's suppose Tom. Yes. Let's suppose Tom had said, "Okay, we should sit down. They have a talk." And then Salazzo mm-hmm. was like, "Listen, I don't want to hurt your father, kid. I'm not that clever. Like, mm-hmm. just you know, let's just do the deal, and then we just you know, would would they still have killed Pop eventually? Yes. Why? Because that's the key. They have. <laughs> <laughs> they have to. It's, it's interesting. I was just checking out that part in the book. Uh, let's see. Uh, Michael, then you have to get Salazzo right away, Michael said. We can't wait. The guy is too dangerous. He'll come up with some it's new idea. Remember, the key is still that he gets rid of the old man. He knows that. Okay, he knows that now. It's very tough, so he's willing to take defeat for his life. But he's. But if he's going to get killed anyway, he'll have another crack at the dawn. And with that police captain helping him, who knows what the hell might happen. We can't take that chance. We have to get Salazzo right away. You're asking why. Why, if, let's assuming that the deal, let's assume that Don is still in a coma or whatever. Mm-hmm. Tom meet, Mikey meets with him and he's like, hey, yeah, but, you know, we exchanged the, the, the specifics of the deal. And then Mikey's mm-hmm. like, okay, we'll do it. Mm-hmm. And then like the operation starts getting up and running and, and so on then what and then the don comes out of his coma and sees that this is all in place yeah what is the incentive for salazzo that is does he think the don is going to be like no we're going back on the deal or i always thought that the don didn't want to be involved and so salazzo and the people backing him up which which is really barzini at the end we find out Mm -hmm. we don't we don't think that Don Corleone would have agreed to that deal. So, so we knew Sonny was hot for the deal. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, I guess it would have withdrawn their political protection and their finance. Even if it was already up and running. I don't know. It's hard to predict, but I guess at that stage, it would have been a good move for Don Corleone to just keep going with it. That's what I mean. Like, there, it doesn't, there doesn't seem to be an incentive for, unless they think that the Don, once he's back in control, will mm-hmm. renege on it. Then That must be it. Yeah, or else why else would they insist on having him killed? Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. That's an, that is a good question. What would happen if the Don woke up and the drug operation was going and the politicians were okay with it at that point? I guess that would be the that would be the key. Yeah, that unless would. it's something where that was part of the deal with the Tatalias or something like mm, You mean with Barzini? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's Italian's a pimp, I forgot. <laughs> that's where you got to say, what, what do you mean, Barzini? With Italian. <laughs> so, no, you mean... Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I should have said it. Right. Um, yeah, so anyway, it just, it, it's, it's a, uh, you know, we'll go along with it because we mm-hmm. want it to happen, but it, it seems like a, the motivation seems questionable to me. Yeah. As a... Uh, yeah. Yeah, there's nothing else in the book about it. Hmm. I do find it interesting after Michael says all of that. Uh, that's the key for him. Gotta get Salazzo. Who is it in the room, in the movie, that says Mike is right? Who says Mike is right? Yeah. Who's the first to agree with him, right? When Mikey finishes making that statement. Uh, is it Clemenza? It is Clemenza, mm. which to me is an interesting foreshadow. It wasn't Tessio. Because I think Tessio is already in it, involved with brokering this deal you think he and talked so- to barzini oh yeah. <laughs> i'm gonna talk later in this minute about that i think i think tessio is already why don't you talk about cahoots. it now? okay well so someone posted Wait, break it down okay oh yeah we gotta break this down yeah and then we also have to figure out how long it is till the turk gets killed so oh it's, man it's yeah on our minds yeah so. let's we got a lot to talk about yeah. all right first let's break this down Let's break it down. So someone had posted on our our Fredo Corleone's Mickey Mouse Nightclub Facebook Mm -hmm. page a video by a fan who, what do you call it when a video, a fan makes their own video and commentary or or, um, Uh, theory? Champagne cocktails. (laughs) Well, just like, like, you know, a YouTube video about the Godfather. I don't know what the term, fan theory. like fan theories? Yeah, fan theory, I guess. Okay. So that the, the theory is that that Tom Hagen is a terrible conciliary, terrible, mm, terrible from start to finish. What are their What are their points? You ready to talk about it? Sure. And also, does this have to do with uh, Tessio already flipping? I think so. Yes. Okay. So one of the points this fan uh, writes is that it's the conciliary's job to know information way in advance so that it's actually helpful so you're not just being responsive yeah so you can strategically make decisions so this guy argues that tom didn't doesn't know anything he's pretty much out of the loop he didn't um there's a lot he didn't learn about for example uh he didn't know uh that barzini was working that was really behind all this even Mm -hmm. after all of this the, the whole next many scenes in the movie he still thinks it's Tatalia and it's mm-hmm. Don Corleone. Says, no, it's Barzini. Barzini all yeah. along. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he didn't know that Salazzo had tons of cash that he had bought a police captain until the assassination attempt that occurred. Uh-huh. He didn't know that. Uh, he didn't predict that Don Corleone would be assassinated. 
this guy argues that Jenko would have would have bribed all these people way in advance to find out who was pulling the strings, what the operation, what the whole point was uh-huh. to to find out all these um, what their motivation was in advance. Right. I kind of get it. Tom is responding to all these emergencies. Well, uh, in his defense, mm-hmm. um, where are you serving as Hagen's lawyer now? And <laughs> yeah, I'm, his I'm here to attorney? show cause. <laughs> Woo! Um, I think up until, I mean, he researched the Turk. Remember the Turk even nodded to Tom like, oh, you did your research. Compliments, right? Like, yeah. This fan re- uh, referenced that and the Turk yeah, says, well, my compliments. You're sarcastic? Yes. Uh-huh. He's just sort of appeasing him and, and making them all think that. He's impressed. That he's impressed. But in, in fact, he's very happy that he just thought it was. He was very happy. The Turk is very happy that the family thinks that it's Tatalia behind it. Right. Where it's really not. And this guy is not just Barzini, but it's the 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 mob. Cunio. No, the Sicilian mob in Italy. Uh-huh. It's actually trying to make a ton of money in America. This is all post-war and there's a lot of money to be made. So yeah. they're the ones that the mob, the heads of the mob in Sicily are the ones pulling the strings and. Because they want to export the heroin. Yes. Got it. Yeah. So, so, but the other thing is that this, um, we never see Jenko in action except begging, no. except begging the Godfather to, to have him not die. So we don't yeah. know for sure that yeah, Jenko sure. would have oh, had yeah. like, you know, all mm-hmm. this, all this kind of stuff. And also yeah. it might be an example of like when you climb higher, there's more and more things you have to take into account. Yeah, that's true. You know, like mm-hmm. Tom Hagen would probably maybe not have been good during the uh, Immobiliare era mm-hmm. in Godfather mm-hmm. 3 because, you know. He's, he's a, he was a street lawyer. Yeah, he was. A, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he doesn't have the head for like big deals. Well, I yeah. mean, but on the other hand, maybe you're right. I mean, Mikey more or less kicks him out as soon as he in Godfather Two. He's clearly like on the outs almost the entire time. And that's the one of the points this guy makes too is Mikey kicks him out. Why does he kick him out? He's not trying yeah. to protect him. He's recognizing that he doesn't have what it takes to to think ahead and think in in you, complex. He's not systems. a wartime concierge. Well, not just wartime. He's he's not very thoughtful and as planful as a consigliere should be. Hmm. Interesting. And it's interesting. Yeah. And I don't, I don't know if I completely agree with it, but the more I read it, the more I realized, wow, all this stuff went down and Tom may have been able to, if he had done a little bit more research, he may have been able to figure it out. There's some other ones too. Oh, here's some great ones. When the cops and guards were pulled off the hospital detail, mm-hmm. Tom doesn't know about it. Mikey has to call Sonny and tell him. And those were, and they were Tessio's men. Tessio's men were pulled off. How did Tom not find out about that? Like, why didn't one of Tessio's men call Tessio yeah. and say, hey, we got yeah. kicked off. The police, some cop came and kicked us off. And that's evidence that even at this point, Tessio is already under the influence of Barzini, working for Barzini. That he doesn't call them because he... But so, but he doesn't if, want the Don to be protected. If that's the case, why doesn't mm. Tessio? Why does Tessio participate in the assassination oh, yes. of, of, uh, of? Oh yeah, and why doesn't he inform them? Yeah, that yeah, would have been a great opportunity true, yeah. to say, like, you know, it's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Unless at that point he's trying to hedge his bets. That's true. You know, he's trying to see like where the chips fall before they. Before, yeah, because uh, maybe once the assassination yeah. attempt failed, and then the second attempt at the hospital failed, maybe Tessio's like, oh, I gotta. Yeah, maybe the the old boss is 
is going to be the same boss. And I guess maybe he's thinking, well, or maybe he's thinking Mikey will get killed in that. There's no way Mikey will be able to pull mm-hmm. that off. Yeah. So, you know, like Mikey will get killed. Mm-hmm. That's even it's even better for us because yeah. then it'll, you know, the family will be even more weakened and, and so on. So interesting theory. Yeah. And maybe Tessio doesn't want to tip off Solazzo because he's worried it'll get, if it does fail, it'll get back to the Corleones that, that he betrayed them. Yeah, because theoretically only... Only Tessio and Clemenza mm-hmm. would have known because yeah. no one else was involved in the uh, in mm-hmm. the planning of it. I guess Tom, but yeah, um, interesting. I like yeah, this. So we should keep an, an, a future an eye out for yeah. that in the future. See, we'll have to watch Tessio closer. Yeah. Was there anything else? Uh, yeah, and Tom at the end still didn't know it was Barzini. Remember, and at the at the Don's funeral, it's Michael who tells Don uh, Tom that. That um, Barzini is going to be the one to approach me, right? And that, or that, te- te- sorry, that that Tessio was the traitor, right? Because he was always smarter. Although by that point, Tom is not the concierge anymore. Yeah, the, that's the, true. The Don yeah. is the concierge. Yeah. Who could be a who's a better concierge than his father? Yeah. But he was semi-retired. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was semi-retired as the Don. Oh yeah. So, but yeah. so he was basically mm-hmm. full time now as concierge. Yeah. Or I guess he was concierge more like for strategy more so than than the legal stuff. Which yeah. Is, Tom seems more like a legal guy. Yeah. Like, you know, the mm-hmm. contracts and tenders more so than like overall strategy. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. And he does go to Vegas with Mikey and he serves. It, it does almost seem like a, a legal consult. He does seem to be serving as a legal consultant at that time because yeah. they're talking to Johnny about his contract. <laughs> I've got some contracts here for you and your friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, it also makes sense that he would have that role because that's kind of the goal is to not be involved in as much mm-hmm. crime stuff. So that, yeah. you know, the more, you know, you because I think by Godfather 3, when George Hamilton, I guess, is the concierge. And he's clearly just like, like yeah. a bunch more of a business kind of Pure guy than, than a than a like, yeah, than mm-hmm. a street street lawyer. So. I don't even know if you would call George Hamilton a consigliere. Well, yeah, I guess it's not at, at that, that point. point it's, it's all not, lawyers. Yeah, it, it's it's morphed into just basically like the uh, the Corleone Corporation. Yeah. And he's like the head lawyer or whatever. Yeah. So uh, it's too bad that uh, they didn't that Tom didn't come back for. For GF3. Because it could have been a good, you know. Yeah. It's another relationship that they could have kind of developed. But why didn't he want to do it? Because I guess they read the script and he's like, oh, there's just there's no nothing for me to do in it. Mm, Okay. Basically, had they written a part in for Tom Hagen? I don't know. I mean, if you watch it, it's easy to imagine that George Hamilton's part would be Tom Hagen. That's true. Yeah. But you know, Mm -hmm. but again, he's basically he doesn't really have a plot of his own. It's just he's just there as like an exposition machine and so on. So. I haven't seen GF3 in years, but I do mm-hmm. remember the scene where the, the Vatican is reneging on their deal. Mm-hmm. And George Hamilton's really mad. He's like, you said this was guaranteed. I yeah, can yeah. see Hagen doing that. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> this is business, Pope. Yeah. You, we have a deal. We deserve an apology. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's an intro. I like the Tessio trader angle. It's a good. Uh... It's interesting to watch the minutes go by and have that in the back of your mind and really observing Tessio and see what he says and his, all the moves he makes. So you think from the, from the, from the killing of the, do you think he's involved in the the assassination of the Don or you think that it was after that, that, that when did they, when did Mm. they approach Tessio about? Hmm. 
if I had to take a guess, just to make it fun, I would say, I would say after the dawn is the for after the first assassination attempt after the after the shooting. Yeah, yeah, that seems like a mm-hmm. maybe Tessio was like because Tessio was smarter, so he could kind of see like, oh, there's no way this is going to end. Yeah. Well, for the Corleone family, yeah. like uh, you know, because he knows Sonny is no leader. He knows yeah. Sonny is no Don Corleone. Right. He knows that. Well, he doesn't think Mikey is involved at all. Mm-hmm. Fredo, you know. So, and later on in the scene, when when um, Clemenza aren't Clemenza Clemenza aren't later on in the movie, doesn't Clemenzo both talk about wanting to get their own families, like strike yeah. out on their own? Mm-hmm. So. Um, so mm-hmm. that makes sense still at that point. Right. And also if he's a traitor, he also, he has to still keep up appearances. Right. So he'll be saying things that lead them to believe he's still uh, loyal to them. Right. Yeah. And I guess if, if the Don said, oh, you're right, you guys should start your own family. That would make yeah. it a lot easier for him to, yeah, to mm-hmm. be partners with, uh, yeah. with, to talk to Barzini. And, That'd be great. If Don Corleone said, oh, I give you my blessing to start your own family. Tessio says, that's perfect. <laughs> I, I, I'm going to call my family uh, Tatalia. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, that's it. I wasn't doing the right voice. Uh, I will. <laughs> Barney. Barney. It's <laughs> <laughs> perfect. Barney. Uh, he so, was always smarter. So the only other note I have for minute seventy four is um, at one point uh, Jimmy Khan picks up a cane mm, and you yeah. see him walking in the foreground mm-hmm. holding the cane. And symbolism, just, symbolism. How do you think he needs support? Oh, you think that's what yeah. it is? Well, there's some uh, question as to whose cane that is. Yeah, and. Um, there's some uh, somebody's the theory is that because Al Pacino, it's Al Pacino's cane, the actors, the cane. actors cane, because if you recall, um, when they were filming a scene, mm. Al Pacino broke his foot and that required mm. them to readjust what scenes they were going to shoot and oh, everything. Yeah. So like, so he's sitting, uh, Mikey's sitting the whole time yeah. and then the cane was probably just on the set because Al Pacino was using it. Mm-hmm. And then, so he just kind of picked it up. He just picked using it up. It. Actors love business. They love having they love stuff they can pick up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and a cane is a great prop. Yeah. Play. It is, you can it's a good one. toss so, it around. Uh, That's great. So anyway, it's funny that it, uh, it really works for Sonny too, because he's, He's very violent, and yeah. a cane is something you could use as a, a club or something. Yeah, I think naturally, support or for as a yeah, weapon. <laughs> naturally, I think he gravitates towards things like bats that yeah. you can use to <laughs> hit people with. Yeah, that's cool. I assumed when I saw I didn't think too much about it, but I assumed it was Don Corleone's, mm-hmm. maybe in preparation for them bring him back home. But that had just happened. That yeah, this would have been this would have yeah. been uh, New Year's yeah. or something. One more thing about Tessio. Yes. The reason he supported the Italian restaurant, uh, the plot to kill Salazzo and McCluskey and didn't tip off, tip, tip them off that they were going to be killed by Mikey is he was also remembering what happened to Polly. Oh, Polly? The traitor. Yeah, Polly. Oh, you won't be seeing him no more. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Wait, so how would that, how would that, uh. Tessie was thinking, oh, if they find out that I tipped them off. Yeah. Then the Corleones will have me sleeping with the fishes. <laughs> so up until then, he had that hadn't occurred to him. Up until <laughs> yeah. Paul, he got killed. I was like, Whoa, we're being too deep. <laughs> uh, so what do you give this minute? 
rating wise. Mm. This one's a little trickier. It's a bit of conversation. I do like Tom's delivery. The Decolio family would be outcast, Sonny. Okay. Well, oh, don't wait. forget, we're going to say our number at the same time. Yeah, that's right. And then I'd love the camera zooms in on Mikey slowly. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got mine. All right, ready? Yeah. Are we going to say it on three or after We'll say three? one, two, three, and then our reading. And then our reading. Okay, ready? Okay, ready? One, one two, two, three, three four. Three. Hmm. There you go. Yeah, I was like three and a half. I felt like it didn't yeah. hit four, but no. Yeah, I get. I totally get four. Anytime you have Bobby Duvall and Jimmy Kahn and those guys like bantering, it's. I think it's a. Yeah, it's quality. Yeah, it's a mark of quality. Yeah, it's good stuff. So, um, what are we going to talk about in the bonus content today? Boy, we got. We had a few ideas. I think we can continue our Godfather musical idea. Okay. We talked a little bit about that last week. But yeah, that's, that's always a recurring yeah, yeah. thing. Especially now with Mikey talking about yeah, Salazzo. Swollen face. Mm-hmm. <laughs> swollen so, face. Uh, all right, so we'll do the musical. Probably sounds like it'll be a potpourri kind of, yeah. kind of bonus content. So, well, hey, if you want to listen to that, if you, if you cannot get enough of us talking mm-hmm, about the Godfather, mm-hmm. go to godfatherminute.com slash support. And you'll get to hear, uh, right now, you'll get to hear us talk more Godfather stuff. So, uh, until then, try Try the the veal. veal. It's It's the the best best in the city. city.